you don't need to have seen the movie to listen to this episode. We're going to try to be as not spoily as possible. <laughs> Hello, grandparents, Satanists, ghosts, and demons. Welcome to another spur-of-the-moment minisode. Today, we are talking about the 2020 film, Anything for Jackson. This movie came as a really nice surprise, and we thought we would give our thoughts on it. Definitely uh, way better than we would have guessed for... Not ever hearing a Never hearing thing of it, it, and for just being like, hmm, it's new on Shudder. Yeah, like I never saw a trailer for it. It was just kind of a... Yep, I don't know, let's watch it. The trigger warnings for this movie, um, there is definitely a lot of disturbing imagery, and the plot of the story follows a uh, pregnant woman who gets kidnapped, and this also is a part of the synopsis. They basically, um, her kidnappers want to, uh, what's the word, like, possess her unborn baby with their dead grandson so i don't know exactly what trigger warnings are appropriate but you know if if pregnancy and that type of stuff makes you uncomfortable i also have the premise intense gore and violence self-harm suicide mention of suicide and Mm -hmm. kidnapping brief synopsis though is a bereaved satanist couple kidnap a pregnant woman so they can use an ancient spell book to put their dead grandson's spirit into her unborn child, but they end up summoning more than they bargained for. This movie was directed by Justin G. Is it? It's definitely Dick. Dick or Dyke? <laughs> like, either way. <laughs> it's D-Y-C-K, so I'm guessing it's Dick. So Justin G. Dick, who is really known for his Christmas movies, which include Christmas with a Prince, Art of Falling in Love, Christmas in Paris, christmas catch and a christmas village he makes a bunch of christmas movies and lifetime like hallmark hallmark love movies it's very strange and a lot of people that worked on this movie also worked with him on those movies i guess it's i don't know this must be like what he really likes or wanted to do just wanted to go for something different who knows it was really good this movie stars sheila mccarthy as mrs walsh i kind of figured she was like the most popular and biggest person in this mm-hmm. movie. She is known for her roles in The Day After Tomorrow. I don't know why I messed up on Tomorrow. It's okay. She's known for her roles in The Day After Tomorrow and much more recently, Umbrella Academy. Yeah, she's great in Umbrella Academy. If any of you have watched that show, she plays the like diner owner mm-hmm. that falls in love with Ed Kemper. he has a name i don't remember what his name is the guy who plays ed kemper in uh mind hunter yeah julian yeah she's mrs walsh if i didn't say that julian richings plays mr walsh and the walshes are the older couple the kidnappers the kidnappers the grandparents julian richings as mr walsh he is known for his roles in urban legend channel zero and orphan black He's no stranger to horror movies. Yeah, and he's a really good actor. Um, I thought he was really perfect for this part, and he's super tall and, like, lanky and, like, very angular. He's very, mm-hmm. a very interesting actor, I thought, for sure. Yeah. Constantina Mon- 
Telos plays Shannon, and Josh Crudis plays Ian. They are, um, I don't want to say relatively unknown, but they don't have as many large headlining credits. And the guy, the guy who plays Rory, like, his name sounds very familiar, and I know he's a, he's a fairly famous person, Yannick Bison, Bison? And yeah, he plays a small role of Rory, but I know he's more of like a famous person. I have no idea who he is. Because like I recognized him. Is he the snow shoveler guy? Yes. Huh. And the movie was written by Keith Cooper. One of our other favorite horror actors is also in this for a small part. And that is Troy James, who in this movie he's credited as um, like the suffocating man. But he is that amazing actor that is extremely flexible. He's a contortionist. Yeah. And um, he's had a small part in a lot of different horror movies. But he's someone that as soon as he's on screen, no matter what his makeup is, you can tell that it's him. Because you can tell it's really someone doing doing that to their to their body yeah his my favorite performance of his is when he's pretzel jack yeah and in channel, channel zero. zero he's really so cool disturbing the purpose of this minisode i just want to say right off the back is like we're not going to go scene by scene we're going to talk about a couple of our favorites but uh yeah we're not doing like a synopsis and this movie just came out so there's not like a ton of behind the scenes one thing we did find though was the house used for the bulk of the movie is actually writer keith cooper's this was used for the bulk of the movie. However, for the bedrooms and the basement, they were filmed at the director's house. So, you know, they do that in a lot of movies. Mm-hmm. But it's like a mishmash of the writer and director's houses, which I thought was kind of cool. Did we find the budget for this? The only thing I could find for budget is that it was somewhere in the ballpark of 250000 That's really cheap. Which is very low, but I could not confirm that. Yeah. That was the only thing I could find. I was just curious. This movie has pretty high reviews from what I could find as well. And a lot of people are calling this the Hereditary of 2020. I don't hate that. <laughs> it's like a, it's a shocking movie. Like it really, uh, yeah, it caught my attention from beginning to end. And it follows like some regular horror movie tropes, but nothing that like, you know, wasn't good to see in this movie for sure. I think it's also along the lines, it's like, it's not a typical Hollywood movie. Like, it doesn't spoon-feed you the story, and, it like, it doesn't start at the beginning. Oh, one of my favorite parts, though. Um, so, like we mentioned, the premise is, like, they kidnap this pregnant woman, but the grandfather in this, Mr. Walsh, he is this pregnant woman's doctor. And when they kidnap her and they have her in the room, it flashes back to when she was seeing him, like, being pregnant and setting up doctor's appointments and you know how when you go to the doctor they take your picture sometimes for their records and they had framed that and put it in a number Uh, one mom frame in like her jail cell that they had her um confined to and it was so creepy that whole scene was so brilliant and well done and shocking (laughs) yeah so as i said it doesn't like you don't see anything happen to the grandson um, they don't really explain the entire story, which they didn't need to. And, like, the demons and stuff are kind of, for the most part, unnamed. Mm-hmm. And it's just creepy and without being, you know, spoon-fed the story, which I liked. Yeah, and it reminded me a little bit of, like, It Follows. Yeah. As far as, like, the creatures, monsters, whatever, because it was just kind of like, these are monsters that are attracted to this, like, gateway that you opened, but they don't necessarily have to do with any, like, 
personal parts of the story, which is fine. Yeah, the creatures in this are some of the coolest. I love giant sheet ghost. Yes. <laughs> There's like a... 15 feet tall. I say like a 10 foot tall sheet ghost. Yeah. Very cool. And then you have this, at one part, a demon. I'm trying to be as not spoily as possible because you should definitely watch this if mm -hmm. you haven't. Yeah, so a demon crawls out of somebody, like breaks their way out of mm -hmm. somebody. It's a and very, it's cool very cool effect. Yeah. And that demon that comes out is crazy looking. Mm -hmm. And one of the other parts that like always uh, scares me in horror movies, it's like the whole idea of the repetition of things. Like a lot of the demons repeat the same motion, the same trauma over and over again. And that's mm -hmm. always just like a spooky element where it's like you just can't stop seeing it because <laughs> it's just on a loop. One of my other favorite parts of this movie is that there's a lot of ritual in it and it, it doesn't explain the they don't like explain the ritual as they're doing it but you get to see a large portion of it and a cool thing they did was a lot of practical effects in this movie yeah and that's something that a lot of times gets missed from your like summoning demon movies is <laughs> like you don't get to see them like chanting and lighting candles and like they made sure to go all out on those scenes for this which is really nice yeah there's even like an extended scene where they're placing dead mice around yeah. the house because i say that a lot when we watch stuff i'm like why aren't they showing the magic <laughs> where's the magic <laughs> but they really show it in yeah this. they don't just allude to it and the they as we mentioned before they have this spell book and it's like this really old like cobbled together book that's like hundreds of years old and it they, it has like cool imagery and some pages have different languages than others they did a lot of really cool stuff for this i would say where i disagree with people saying it's the hereditary of 2020 though is that they did put some comedic elements in it yeah there's one character that's definitely like the comedic relief for sure they're a part of this, like, Satanist group, but I would say half of the people in this group are just doing it to say they're doing it. Yeah, it's just a <laughs> bunch of nerds that, like, meet at the community center or the library. Yeah, it's literally, like, they meet at a table in the community <laughs> yeah. center, and they're just, like, and they in take black. Them, and they take themselves far too seriously. Yeah, it's a good movie for sure. For us, we definitely give this movie like a four out of five skull <laughs> shutter rating. Um, there's not much that I didn't like about it, honestly. I don't think there was anything I didn't like. Um, and it was like a lower, quote unquote, lower right. budget movie. And uh, yeah, I just like it was a nice surprise. The story was good. The acting was good. I don't think there was anything yeah. bad about it. Because sometimes we pick things on Shutter that are stinkers. Um, <laughs> Don't watch Run on Hulu. <laughs> We've had a couple bad movies recently, so this is a good good thing that we saw this one. <laughs> yeah, we but, needed it. <laughs> yep. And so it's on Shutter. Um, yeah, watch it. It's cool. Let yeah. us know what you think. Definitely, definitely recommend it. Cool practical effects. Good writing. Good all around movie.